Welcome to the Science of Abundance Daily Alchemy Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Clayton, and my story's pretty interesting. Uh, went through a ton of trauma, former incarceration, suicide attempts, sexual abuse in my life. And one of the things that's happened in my life is I've actually used hermetic principles, alchemy, all these really cool tools that we hear and we talk about, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, and develop practices in order to change and affect my lives differently. So within this podcast, I will be giving tidbits and bites for individuals to be able to bite into on a daily basis that will allow you to take baby steps to change your life. But at some point you'll find the door that starts to change the effect of how you show up on a daily basis. Enjoy this, give feedback, come to my Instagram, comment, whatever it might be always open because we wouldn't be here without each other. Please enjoy and thank you and I love you. Oh, here we are back to another episode of Weenus. That's <laughs> funny. I like that one, Weenus. But I'm going to talk a little bit today about the world we create and I'm going to specifically dig into technology as I mentioned last time. And we have constantly and we still do get so mad at all of this interesting technology that we've created we get mad at our kids for using it like get off social media stop doing this get off your video games stop watching television and then i see my mother or my son's grandmother on the other side watching the news like crazy so they'll rationalize that, but then they watch the things that we end up engaging in. And I'm going to be real with you. I used to be like, Cade, this is my son's name, get off social media. <laughs> and then I started judging social media and I'm like, this is horrible. Why do I have all of these things that I don't want to see showing up in my feed, things about money, things about women. And it was like, I created this dirty algorithm from my own thoughts. And so no wonder the social media was harmful for me because I created it to be harmful for me, right? Then I'm like, all right, well, I don't like TV because what I'm watching is damaging me. Well, it's because what I'm watching, it's not like there's some programming that I don't have the choice to select. I can watch news all day and live in fear cycles. No judgment on those who watch news. Cause it also gives you a perspective of what's going on in the world. And if you have enough awareness, you can override it, sit over that seat of effect to then become the person at the seat of cause in order to create a different outcome in your life. Nothing wrong with watching scary movies or crazy shit on television. Totally cool. But don't become a victim of it. Don't be the effect of the thing where you're now becoming a person saying, man, my life sucks because I've have all these thoughts about the way the world works because romance looks a very specific way to me because of all of the television shows that I watch. It's cool to watch. It gives you perspective, but then create your own story. This is this we-ness that we talk about. So when we think about the we-ness that we talk about, there's perspective of truth in what you watch. Cool thing about TV is everything on TV is already in the past. So you're watching a snapshot or a little portal of the past that gives you some reference point on how to be today. So it is all there for our awareness. It is all there for our awakening. Now I'm going to use 
this beautiful rectangular device sitting on my desk right now that we call a telephone to talk about why it's here for us to love ourselves more. So we always say, one of the things I talk about is why did I create this to love myself more? Why did I create this telephone to love myself more? Why is this the greatest gift of my life? If you can answer that question about anything in your life, you, we will have figured something amazing out. Why did I create this pen to love myself more? Why did I create this cap that's off the bottle of water on my desk to love myself more? All of these things have a very interesting notion on them. Even this cap has the number five, five on it. That's interesting. <laughs> it's like, there's always a sign somewhere. Um, I can go to that five, five, another episode. And actually what's even funnier is it has a five, five guy. I wish I could take a picture of this. It has a five, five and it's ten fifty five. So there's five, 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 literally right there. I can't take a picture of my phone because it's my phone, but that is freaking amazing that that is literally sitting here like this. I've got to take, I'm, I'm just going to do something like take a picture of that or something. I mean, this is bananas that this is on right now. Anyway, um, God, you know, and then I'm going to take a picture of this. I know I'm just totally with you guys on this thing, but all right. So back to you. <laughs> The, the correspondence and synchronicities that happen are so damn weird. But this little phone that I've got on my desk does what? So I'm going to ask you guys to think about, there's people that have been in your life that you start having really interesting relationships with. That one day you go through this awakening of yourself and you find that you have very challenging times talking to them meeting them in public, communicating them with any different way. And it's like your schedules just don't align. Things just don't work out anymore. Like what the hell is going on here? Why is that happening? And a lot of people are like, well, I'm just in such a different state of consciousness that they don't belong in my life anymore. And this is that spiritual vampirism I talk about because you're no different than them. Maybe you don't belong in their life anymore. Oh, I'm taking the red pill. I'm on the other side of this matrix and they're just not there with me. So I'm just going to see them as they're plugged in themselves. Judgment, not cool. Everybody is awakening. Everybody's on a journey. Everybody is high conscious as fuck in the fact that we are in these human bodies. That's the cool part about this. The hard part about it is, is that we all live in dimensions of high consciousness. So you are the perfect version of yourself in a dimension of your own. You have your own point of singularity. Yeah, I was thinking about like the family tree today and it's like, okay, well, it all started with this one being and this one being split off to have a female and then it basically built out into all of this, you know, humanness that we have. If you build a family tree, you are the only single point of that family tree, which is even crazier, right? Because then it just goes out forever and it never ends. So then where did all humanity start, right? becomes an interesting thing. So did it start with you as it stands today? Have we given ourselves the evidence to be like, hey, it all started here and it actually proliferates out into this illusion of the past and then creates infinite experiences of humanity that we can call our family lineage and we can call everybody else in the world. We are the single point perceiving everything outside of us. So we have a very specific dimension that is based on the Sean code or the U code. And that dimension is uniquely yours and it vibrates at different frequencies based on 
how you think, how you feel every single day. So if it's vibrating at a very specific frequency, what's going to happen is, is that you have the ability to alter your dimension. When you alter that dimension, things will start to like shift in your life. All of a sudden you have like people just fade away. Doesn't mean that they're good or bad. It doesn't mean that they're loving or unloving. It doesn't mean that they're high conscious or unhigh conscious. It just means that you're not resonating. And there are oftentimes things that happen because you have people that are so intentfully created for your life that they don't go anywhere. And sometimes it's through your codependence of you not being able to let things go. Sometimes to the fact that you guys just really are in this puzzle piece of life together and you will always vibrate at a very similar dimension, even if you're in the process of being in pain together. And that's a lesson in itself, right? But that pain is also just low vibration love. So then you recognize the dimension that you're in is not the highest vibration of dimension. And so there's an opportunity to make adjustments to that. What I find most interesting about entertainment and phones and social media is that it is a dimensional communication device that allows us to talk to other dimensions. It allows us to put things on a ledger that allows people in other dimensions that are vibrating at other frequencies to experience us so that they can change their vibration and move into those dimensions. And if you think of it that way, it becomes pretty interesting because then at which point you recognize that everything is oneness, that we're all just kind of in different planes of existence or dimensions of existence. And we have the ability to actually cross communicate with individuals in other dimensions. So our intentionality around this telephone is to start to be accountable to helping other individuals raise their vibrations. Only imagine if you would have thrown Jesus on social media, how viral that thing would have gone. <laughs> or you would have done this with Buddha. Or you would have done this with uh, anybody back in the day. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah, think, think about capturing that. Uh, Moses splitting the Red Sea or David shooting Goliath in the eye or whatever you want to call it on, uh, on TikTok. That thing would have blown up. So, and had it blown up at the time, the ledger that we would have had would have been very interesting, right? And what also would have happened at that point is that it would have altered the, the change and the opportunity for believers to be able to see something really beautiful happening. And the only thing that you had back then was somebody passing the story along. And that's what kept the faith. That's what expanded the love. There wasn't a whole lot out there and, and maybe I'm wrong, but that was just about like, Hey, let's proliferate really shitty news. So everybody can talk about that all the time. I, I just couldn't see humanity. I could see it existing, but in a very suffering way very low vibration way. And so even the process for us being able to ascend to the levels that we are today to build this technology that was divinely timed for us is the fact that what we've done is we've rationalized our normalness and our logic as human beings and we've taken the magic out of it. And the magic used to exist in all of this lore and these beautiful stories because we didn't have to prove it to think that it was true or to know that it was true. We just knew it was true. And so we carried the story. And were there fairies? Who knows? But we just say yes for it. I mean, why, who cares if there were or wasn't? 
Were there dragons? I'm sure. <laughs> Were there aliens and other kind of crazy things happening back then? Absolutely. It was whatever somebody needed to see for them to actually move into a higher state of awareness. And so now what we've done is because our thoughts do become things, we've overly rationalized the way the world works. What we've not done is we've taken all of the amazingness that the world could possibly be. We've thrown it into aspects of entertainment. We now reward that entertainment like the Avengers or Star Wars or whatever it might be in that space with financial reward or the energy of capitalism, call it money. And we've basically taken all of these extreme thoughts and beautiful thoughts and we've thrown them in a portal we call TV in order to keep it safe. And then we take our worst possible creations of chaos and hell and whatnot, any horror movies, and we throw it in there. It's an aspect of expression. So it doesn't have to exist in this world, but it has to get out. All of these thoughts, if they didn't get out, what would they do? They would express themselves in the world in some other way. We would have a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or some Jack the Ripper running around or things like that are happening. And it still happens because that thought does become a thing and it does now proliferate out, but that's also the we responsibility that we have in order to then figure out how we can look at it and start to love it. If we always judge it, we separate ourselves from it and we no longer love it. So one of the things that I see about entertainment is doing a really fantastic job of starting to take that expression, put it in a really interesting we container that allows us to be able to look at it. And then what we would have to do is now take any of those things that happen, whether it's high vibration or low vibration entertainment and look at it through the lens of love so we can heal it. Because then what happens is we say, okay, well, I don't want to be that, but I can understand why it was created for myself to love myself more. This is why I'm experiencing it. And it's a version of entertainment, yes, but it's also a very much so state of awareness. And then we look at everything through an aspect of intentionality around a lesson that it is for us so that we can learn to let it go. And there are no accidents in this world, which is why some movies go really big and resonate for very big audiences. Some movies are for very small ones. Either way, there's an eyeball for everything. Or there's, there's something out there for everybody. But the ones that scale to the masses are the ones that have very specific truth, but also this aspect of really visionary attainment out there of what's possible from a human being or what's possible in the illusion of the mind, in the expansiveness of the mind. So now you take that. That's TV, movies, entertainment, why it's there, why it's there for us. And now let's move into the phone. And this is why I love the phone, right? And I love social media now. I used to, I was not that guy before. But I love it because it allows me to speed up communication. The faster that I vibrate the communication and I get it out there to the world, what ends up happening, it becomes permanent. I'm able to take an idea and a concept, work the truth of it, instead of putting it in my journal and it's sitting there and doing nothing, let me go ahead and throw it out there and see what the world thinks of it. Not because I need affirmation about it, only for the simple fact that I have a responsibility to get this shit out of my head, right? If I'm not doing anything with it, then what does it really mean? And so, you know, people say, you know, the hell with Facebook, God bless it. But don't judge it because all it is is a reflection of 
you judging yourself. All it is is a reflection of the parents not being involved and saying, hey, kid, do whatever you want. And then the kid looking for affirmation, finding it because they're looking at scattered ass, expensive cars, money, shoes, and all this other stuff, knowing that they can't get it and they live in scarcity. So what do they do? They get depressed and it starts to basically create this dopamine hit that somebody who wants to take advantage of the fact that somebody lives in this extreme aspect of separation can actually make money on that. And of course, people doing that in order to create that is one thing, but I'm telling you right now, my algorithm is freaking awesome on Instagram. And I learn more every single day because of the way that I've actually coded it myself. So it, it will bend to your will. But it's also the aspect of responsibility for me to now communicate interdimensionally with all these other individuals that I can't meet anymore, that I'm not connecting with anymore. And I mean, I've got one buddy of mine, I try like hell to meet this guy and we just keep passing like ships in the night. And there's probably some things I need to do to adjust my vibration, things he needs to do to adjust his vibration. And then what will happen is we will meet. And this is how those things start to change. And I love him so much. But I also recognize the fact that, you know, we got work to do. We all got work to do. And it's all a reflection of each other, of where you are and where you're not. When you get separated from somebody, it's not a bad thing. It's just an opportunity for you to do the work on yourself because oftentimes there's sometimes an interdependence there. So remember this phone that we have is a gateway. It's the opportunity to use technology to become wildly responsible for connecting with the we. For you to say, I have let nobody and nothing go, and I'm going to continue to reach out to them, and I'm going to continue to expand to them, and I'm going to continue to take my energy and allow it to flow through all of these energetic means and change the vibration of these things that we have perceived to have harmed us, and leverage them all for love, leverage them all for good. And when it comes down to this stuff on television, use it as an opportunity, as a reflection for yourself. And if we take things around video games, you know, it's a whole other world that children are actually able to play in, in a safe space when the world has become perceivably unsafe. So there, what are they doing? These children are creating safe havens for them to not have to expose their physical bodies out there into the world so that they can actually become a little bit more contained. And does it mean that it's right or wrong? There is no right or wrong. But it's their creation, which is why they gravitate to it, which is why they're connected to it. And there will be something technologically associated with that in the future, based on the way that this humanity is ascending, that'll be very much so technologically aligned with the way that they're actually engaging right now. So there's nothing out there that is our enemy. There's nothing out there that is not for us. Everything is for us. Everything is our creation out of love. So don't look at it as a victim. Look at it as an opportunity to reconnect with the we that we are. I thank you guys again for listening. These are getting longer. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work to peel them back down to that 7 to 12 minutes I was talking about. But I do appreciate you guys engaging so much. And I love you.